0: Boy, howdy, boys. Wouldn't you know it? It's Wolf Den Podcast time. How are you? I am good. Thanks for being here. I love you. Mwah, mwah. Kisses. What's up there,
1: Will? What? Nothing. What you got? Looks like you got some stuff. I mean, I I don't know if you know this, Robert, because you're you're not really a nerd. You're just doing this to get money and chicks. Sure. But the Spider-Man No Way Home... Uh, Trailer is dropping at 8.30 tonight. Why? I I don't know. So I got to get ready. I'm all ready. I have my daughter's Spider-Man toy. Uh, Ripped it out of her grubby little mitts. I got uh, Homecoming on Blu-ray. I got Miles Morales on PS4 because Alex still has my regular Spider-Man PS4. I've got the Death Gwen Stacy. (laughs) I've got uh, this random volume Spider-Man. I've got daredevil because Daredevil's going to be in this movie bob i don't know if you know this daredevil is totally gonna be in the movie i saw it on ain't it cool news uh i got <laughs> spider-man under my hat literally uh we stole this from mom what? and dad's house by the way uh i am also sitting on a player's guide for tony hawk 2 because spider-man was in that game and that means tony hawk is going to be in the movie confirmed you heard it here we, first we owned that we did
0: do i have any cool spider-man <laughs> no. things
1: i oh, don't have any cool spider-man things Ah oh, man see like i said I, fake nerd
0: i got a reddish dual shock or dual sense controller it's got dust all over it because i never use it
1: <laughs> hey uh you know what close enough uh sony is sony owns spider-man lock stock and barrel uh it was created by sony and the great aviar rod that lie about Stan Lee and steve, steve Ditko is just that a lie
0: right Yes. Everything you said is uh, Everything yes. I said is
1: absolutely true. Yes. I know Spider Man. That well, How do you know that it's at eight thirty? I tweeted about because yesterday they said they're going to release the trailer today. Right. And I'm sitting there, you know, in my home office, just like waiting for it to drop. And it's like mid afternoon. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's mid afternoon. I would as I would assume they would have dropped it by now. So I tweeted something about it, and then I should remember the person's name. Uh, tweeted at me the schedule for, uh, scroll up, yeah. That would be Cogmaw. Yes, thank you, Cogmaw. This is the schedule for when they're going to be releasing the trailer for No Way Home around the world.
0: Is this official? Because the
1: font don't look it. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> Because I'm seeing now all over Twitter people are like lining up to see the trailer.
0: Interesting. Okay. Well
1: Yeah. Uh
0: I hope we'll find out if there's uh any uh yes. a- any wild cards in there. I mean for the for the uh for the poster, we saw that whatchamacallit, call it, the the great villain Willem Defoe is in it. Yes. <laughs>
1: So good that they copied and pasted his picture and put it on the other poster they released for it last mm-hmm, night. Mm-hmm. So,
0: so I'm assuming we'll see more characters revealed as as the trailers come on. When is the movie well, yeah, coming just, out?
1: Uh, December.
0: Oh my god, it's so soon. Yeah, that is one so. month away.
1: Yeah. So is it hopefully, Christmas? uh, not Christmas exactly. I should mm-hmm. look
0: that up. Interesting. Anyway,
1: uh I guess I guess at 8:30 ish, well at 8:30 everybody happens. stop uh everybody stop watching us and go watch the Spider-Man trailer. Yes. Uh December 17th of this year. I also wanted to
0: mention at the top today that uh it maybe maybe you watch us on YouTube, maybe you're a podcast listener, maybe you're afraid of Twitch. For some reason. Well, guys, you can get it on your Switch now. <laughs> you can watch Twitch directly yes. from your game console of choice. Yes. So, That's right.
1: Uh, they have released the Twitch app for the Nintendo Switch, so you cannot escape us.
0: No. Uh, I haven't used it yet, I haven't tried it. Yeah, uh, me I'd be I mean, I downloaded it. I'd be curious to know if anybody here is watching from their Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I am downloading it right now.
1: It's weird because, you know, these are all like Twitch and YouTube and Hulu and all the other video streaming apps like your Netflixes, your Amazon Primes and whatnot. Those should have all been apps that were released close to launch Mm -hmm. of the Switch. But like we're what? Four years out now into its life cycle. The fact that we only have like three or four video streaming services on the thing shows that it is not a priority for anybody. No, I
0: I don't know. So like, that's the thing. I don't know if it's not a priority or if Nintendo is such a pain in the ass to work with that they're trying and it's just not working.
1: Well, I mean the Wii U had, like all the all the big ones. The Wii U actually had Netflix and Hulu and YouTube and Amazon Prime. The, the,
0: the Wii, I think, is a big reason Netflix is as big as it is. Yeah. I don't think Netflix would be as successful as it was
1: without the Wii because it was a
0: killer app for the Wii. Yeah. You just needed to put a frigging disc in. Um,
1: Apparently, I learned that disc was literally just a, a code that authenticated uh, the app itself. You can actually hack the app to not need the disc. Oh. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just think that uh something with Nintendo is making it difficult for all of these uh video streaming services to like yeah. to like get on their eShop for some reason. Um, but the Twitch finally made it through. Yes. Uh not much is a priority to Twitch. <laughs> Tw- no. Twitch uh, Twitch don't care about much.
1: Nope, nope, nope.
0: Anyway, uh, I'd also like to give a special thanks to Fred for the 30 months. Thanks, bro. Oh, thanks, Fred. And go fish goldfish for the two months. Hey, Bob and Will, thanks for the dread recommendation. Played through it last weekend. One of my favorite games of the year. Wow. You are welcome. Speaking. Glad you enjoyed it. Of Game of the Year. Yes.
1: Today, our our good friend Lord and Savior Jeff Keeley yes hell. announced the <laughs> announced all the nominees for this year's the Game Awards.
0: Mm, yes. Uh, that was I was not expecting that. Uh, is there no. a better website than IGN? Don't they have it on their own website?
1: So I tried getting it on their own website, but it kept crashing. It kept crashing. Okay. Yeah. At least they kept crashing for me. I don't know if they've like, fixed it or whatnot.
0: Because Let's remember, see.
1: you can vote on the Game Awards. Oh, boys, it's time. So, you all know what to vote for. Yep. Ratchet and Clank.
0: Cyber Shadow. Uh, subscribe to the Game Awards website? No, get away from me.
1: If you just go to nominees.
0: Nominees. Yeah. nominees, Yeah. View all categories. Oh, my God. Why? (laughs) If I hit vote. Oh, no. Okay. I hate this website. I hate it. Jeff. Jeff, figure it out.
1: If I just start voting, will that work? I think so. Oh, it does
0: one pay. Oh my God. So we we'll do it
1: one category at a time. Yeah. We're
0: going to go one category at a time. Should I vote on screen? Is that like not cool to let people know what I'm voting for? I don't, I don't see why anyone would have a problem with it. It's like, it's just when you go into a voting booth, they like lock the doors yeah. behind you, you know? True. I, I guess
1: there's, I don't know. I don't know. You got like, you know, Voting for the president and then the game awards <laughs> over here, you know? It's... I just...
0: well, I don't know if you know this about me, but if I am I'm... an influencer. So <laughs> if, I, if I vote for one of these, it mm-hmm. might have an... I might have an effect. I might skew the polls. You might. Here.
1: You might, as they say... Oh, no. Influence somebody. Oh, God, I hate it.
0: <laughs> uh Anyway, game of the year... We have Deathloop. It starts with Game of the Year. I don't know. That's usually the last thing. Because that's the one everybody wants. We got Deathloop. We got It Takes Two. We got Metroid Dread. We got Psychonauts 2. We got Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And we got Resident Evil Village. So that's six games.
1: Yes. Of these games, I have played two of them. I have played one of them. Wow. I've played one of them and I've recommended another one that I haven't played yet.
0: Which one would that have been?
1: My my boss at my 9 to 5 has a PS5 and he said he I'm looking for games, so I told him Deathloop is apparently mm-hmm. excellent. And he like he immediately downloaded it right for work.
0: I was not too thrilled with Deathloop.
1: Really? Yeah, I
0: I I mean, it's a good game. Uh yeah. but the it's like a little bit of a roguelike and there's a certain path you kind of have to take and the game doesn't really like it it does a really bad job of pushing you in the direction i think right there's a lot of reading and i don't do that and there's a lot of backtracking
1: right well yeah because you have to basically replay the same day over and over again
0: it's groundhog's day um So I wasn't too jacked. The gameplay was really good. Um, Yeah. But then I was streaming it and I was getting stream sniped. You know how you can like uh, join somebody else's game and and basically chase after them and kill them? I was being stream sniped while I was streaming the game. (laughs) So like that's kind of like uh, something that, you know, is unique to me uh yeah but i guess you could just go on twitch watch people who are playing death and just scroll like to the bottom of them, try to find them, and, them yeah yeah try to find them um so yeah i wasn't I, I mean, the gameplay was was fun and, and whatever but uh i don't see myself uh wanting to finish a game like that so yeah i wasn't too thrilled on death loop it is it's good but i i don't it's definitely not my game of the of the year for right. sure i heard really good things about ratchet and clank I forgot that came out this year. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that looks really good, and it looks up my alley, yeah. and it looks beautiful. Uh, it looks like yeah. a great little tech demo for the PlayStation 5, especially something that's not rated M. Um, yeah. So that is something I would like to try. Uh, do they have a demo? I would love to play just a demo of it.
1: Do games even have demos anymore?
0: Yeah. I know Metroid has one. Metroid has one. You could just play but, the demo and it's pretty yeah. beefy. Uh Psychonauts 2 very uh, uh highly anticipated by yes. Uh I guess uh it had a cult following the first one. It had a, um, it had
1: a very big cult following. It was it was critically adored but mm. nobody bought it at the time. Right. And it didn't sell very it, well. Yeah. Uh it it's legend grew over the years, though, and they finally were able to release a sequel to it. Uh, I, I just don't know if it's enough to warrant game of the year.
0: Yeah, I, I, I've, that's another one I've heard really good things about. Uh, yeah. It reminds me of a type of platformer you would see on like a GameCube or something. Well, oh, yeah, um, it came out in that era. Yeah, so it, it's it interests me, but uh, I yeah, yeah uh, I, I, I there's a lot of other games I would I would make a priority over. Yeah, I just over, don't uh, know
1: if it's doing or saying anything that the original game didn't already do right just now it's doing it you know 20 years later with a bigger audience
0: i mean it should say something that uh, it got really it got such good reviews uh even though it's an old game with an old formula (laughs) because (laughs) uh a lot of the times these games uh they don't translate too well to the modern era. So uh, I I guess they did a good job, but again, I haven't played it. Uh, Resident Evil Village.
1: I heard Uh, awesome
0: things about as well.
1: Yes. Uh, I have not played Village yet, although I really, really want to. Uh, I have played Resident Evil seven, and I can tell you that this game looks very different from it because seven was very slow, very methodical. And you didn't really fight a lot of, uh creatures in seven Mm. this game looks like you fight all the creatures um so i don't really know what direction they're trying to take resident evil in anymore that's Uh... not to say the game is bad it's just it seems like it's being bizarre again So like it's it's falling back into resident evil bullshit well, that's
0: answer. what I want. I want more Resident Evil bullshit. Like Resident Evil 7, well, part of why I didn't really play it was because of how different it was. I mean, I heard it was really good and I wanted to play yeah. it, but um, I wasn't immediately drawn to it. Well, I, what I mean, played everything right. up until, or most of the games up until uh, uh, 5, and then 6 well, I heard I it was trash, by... so I didn't play it. And then 7 yeah. I wanted to play, uh, but I never did. And 8 looks like they put a lot more action back into it, and I kind of want yeah. that.
1: Well, they're saying, like, 8 is basically the love child of 7 and 4. and You can see a lot of, like, 4 aesthetic.
0: That sounds awesome. In, like,
1: the world. I know it does. Uh, What I mean by, like, Resident Evil bullshit is all the bad Resident Evil games, at least to me, pile on like, all the unnecessarily superfluous crap uh, and push that to the forefront of the games rather than just making it a survival horror game. So, Mm. like, Resident Evil 1 and 2 are good because they're survival horror games. And you got, you know, games like 3 and Code Veronica, which just pile on, you know, all Umbrella conspiracy crap. Resident Evil 4 was the reset button. And then 5 and 6 brought back all the Umbrella conspiracy crap and Wesker and all this other nonsense. And then 7, again, reset button made it even simpler than that. You're just alone in Louisiana running away from rednecks. Mm Mm-hmm. So it looks like they're adding more of the bullshit back.
0: I want that bullshit. I I I what what interests me more than this though is Resident Evil four VR. Yes. I want to try that. Yes. That looks Yeah, really get good.
1: that and then let me know so I can steal your Oculus.
0: <laughs> you can absolutely try it on the Oculus.
1: Yeah. Um Bring it to Thanksgiving. Sure. So
0: yeah, that that looks uh I want to try that. I heard our friend Tim, who speedruns Resident Evil Seven, said that that yeah. is the definitive way to play Resident Evil Four. Tim,
1: I love you, but w- what what <laughs> are you saying? Well, he
0: originally said the Wii was. So I know you have right. strong feelings about that, also. <laughs> so I uh, I really really want to play. It takes two. I think that it, I think I've I'm actually going to play that. Yeah. Uh, that is made by the same people who made uh, that other game.
1: Uh, a way out
0: a way out yes a way, a way yes. out i actually played with aj uh and that was incredible it it was uh one of the best multiplayer experiences i've had in, in a in a in, in a game it it's mm-hmm. it takes two is is a basically a split screen co-op game with a, with a with a story the whole way through um and you don't really see that anymore in in, in yeah. games it, you basically have to play it with somebody else mm-hmm. um and the way it, the way uh, uh, oh, the way a way out worked was only one of you needed the game, and uh, you can just connect with somebody else and just start playing, or or one of you could be on Xbox, one of you could be on PC, yeah. whatever. Uh, so this I'd imagine is 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 similar. Um, yeah. So yeah, this is something that I like to try. How long? How long is it?
1: Uh, I'd imagine it's not that long.
0: The weird thing is that this takes a com- this is like in a completely different uh uh this looks completely different than a way out cuz a way out was like right. a, like a like a crime like story like a violent yeah. crime story and and this is like a like a like a Pixar movie. Yeah. Uh it takes 2 is 12 hours. Okay, that's not bad. 13 and a half if you do some extra stuff. Yeah. So th- this I can see being game of the year uh or at least nominated because it does things different. Yeah. Uh it uh yeah not, not a lot of games are doing this r- r- right now or I don't remember a game that that is just a co-op split screen experience. Right. That also lets you play online. Uh So that I I think it think that makes sense to be here otherwise Metroid Dread we talked about it all podcast yes. uh last week uh, it's fucking phenomenal uh, i'm
1: going to absolutely for that. <laughs> absolutely i think the only two real contenders in this co- in this category right now are deathloop and dread with maybe resident evil 4 as like the dark horse third place but Eight, having evil. said yeah that's what i meant um but having said that i mean you got to go for dread
0: mm-hmm. Uh, GCXC Luke says, honestly, this is a super weak year. I'm gonna say, I kind of agree. Like, none of these are really like, like,
1: like, like big deals. industry shattering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. A lot of hoopla was made about Deathloop when it came out, yeah, um, but that's kind of like died down a mm-hmm. little bit, I think. Because, I mean, once you figure out the loop, there's not much left to the game, I guess.
0: Uh, Um, I'm not a putz says there has been so many good games this year there has I don't want to make it sound like we're like uh, saying there's nothing good it's just that yeah other years there's like one game where you're like oh that's the one like there's a game that's like everybody was talking about the whole year Mm -hmm. Um, there's a game that like changed parts of the industry you know and this this year just doesn't have that Mm -hmm. I think Metroid Dread is like the it's one of again, the closest yeah yeah that and Loop. it takes two does a really good job of doing something unique but it's not gonna nobody is going to like it's not changing the industry nobody is going to follow, yeah. follow that because A Way Out did the same thing and nobody nobody seemed to really care yeah uh there's other categories though Oh, aside from game of the year, well, how about this? Is there any other
1: games we would put in the game of the, we would nominate for game of the year? Well, you just had on game direction one of the one of the options was Returnal, right? And I'm surprised that didn't make game of the year because that was like of that was like a big deal when it came out. So all these was, other games that were nominated for game direction
0: are nominated for game of the year. The only ones that right. didn't make it for
1: game direction. Are uh, Metroid Dread, Resident Evil, and Metroid. Yeah,
0: why? That's
1: weird. I don't know. Like you would think, like the game of the year would have good game direction.
0: Is it because they're Japanese? I don't know. That's game weird. direction
1: awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovative game direction and design. Very weird. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, Returnal could
0: have been game of the year. Returnal I would think a lot of people would have voted for Returnal because it is pretty unique Um, and it's a really good game as much as I shit on it Um, but game direction like they made the conscious decision not to let you uh, uh, turn the system off (laughs) yeah that was a decision that somebody at the company made was like they don't get to save ever yeah even if they haven't died yet. And then and then everybody who is going like, "Oh, that's not a roguelike. Then that makes the game too easy just turning off the system." These people were leaving their systems on for a fucking week. Yeah. And then months later, all of a sudden, they release an update and you can save your game now. <laughs> so, so And again, it's not yeah. like I want you to be able to save your game like really. I just wanted you to be able to pause it and pick it back up later without having yeah. to leave the fucking console on I don't care if you die it starts the whole game over again I get that that's the difficulty you want but if I'm still alive and I want to go eat food or take a dump yeah. I want to turn the system you should be off. able to do that yeah yeah so uh <laughs> I think that that's stupid otherwise it's a really uh fun game it has really good uh, game design but uh yeah. it's got some stupid decisions in it um yeah, I don't see why Metroid Dread w- wouldn't also, and, and Resident Evil 8, I don't see why games yeah. like that wouldn't make it for game direction. Is it because like, we? is it because like Nintendo hides who the game director is? No, because it's still in the credits. That's true. Metroid
1: Dread game
0: director.
1: And like, you know, Resident Evil Village same thing.
0: Jose Luis Marquez Fumi. Yeah. Who freaking developed it?
1: Mercury Steam. Oh. Yeah.
0: Spanish game developer.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Nominate <don't> them. <laughs> Very weird. Very weird. Oh, they also did Samus Returns. Interesting.
1: Yeah. I thought this I was think like... That's what
0: light years better than samus returns oh yeah
1: i think that like samus returns basically got them the job mm-hmm. to do dread
0: so i don't i don't i kind of want to skip this one i don't know who to vote for for game direction yeah i mean the only games i played here are death loop and returnal and i wasn't really too jazzed about either of them yeah i, I don't know imagine it takes two wins because that's the guy that's the guy who yeah was saying, like guy. fuck the oscars fuck the oscars
1: um they pro- Probably oh, will just so he you know has something to do,
0: and Psychonauts two was that um... Tim Schaefer? Yeah, it was Tim
1: Schaefer. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know. I, I think Ratchet and Clank looked like it had good game direction, but yeah. uh, again, I didn't play it, so I don't know. So I'm gonna just skip this one completely. Right. Uh, best narrative: we have Death Loop, we have It Takes Two, we have Life is Strange, True Colors, we have Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy, we have Psychonauts two. I'm hearing great uh, things about Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Yes, I'm hearing. Well, I'm hearing that it has a lot of narrative in that it's one of those games where the characters do not shut up.
0: So Deathloop has a lot of like, uh, like a back and forth between the two characters. Yeah, and it's like it's like witty banter, but uh, it's not very witty. Like, like there's a lot of just like cursing for no reason. Like, like yeah. like to make it edgy. Not like, not like the good kind of cursing. Like you get hit in the head and you go, ah, fuck. It's like, yeah. it's. The, I think one of the first lines is fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. And it's like, all right, now you're just you're just trying to <laughs> just yeah. trying to be rated M. Yeah. Um. So I wasn't uh, again. I wasn't too jazzed about that. Yeah. Uh, I'd imagine it takes two has some uh, some pretty good narrative. Because yeah. that's Like the whole uh, uh, deal with the game.
1: Yeah, same thing with Life is Strange. That's like one of those. I don't want to say it's like a Telltale-style game, but it's like in the same vein. It's a very narrative-focused I haven't heard game. anything about
0: Life is Strange True Colors. I know the original Life is Strange everybody loves for its yeah. narrative, but I haven't heard anything about True Colors, which makes me yeah, think yeah. it might not be that great.
1: <laughs> mm. uh, and Psych- Psychonauts 2, I know Tim Schafer games are always praised for their writing and mm-hmm. like their creativity. Even a game like Brutal Legend, which he did, which I did not like all that much, had a really interesting story and really cool characters. So. Uh, I'm going to
0: skip this because I haven't played much of it. Best art direction The Artful Escape, uh, Death Loop, Kenna Bridge of Spirits, Psychonauts 2, and Ratchet and Clanker Rift Apart.
1: I'm realizing I didn't fucking play anything this year, Will. <laughs> so I've seen. Uh, the Artful Escape, and it does look very pretty and very unique. Um, Ratchet and Clank honestly just looks like another Ratchet and Clank, Clank game. It's pretty. Um, it's pretty. It is. No, it is. But I mean, the Artful Escape is very unique looking. Mm-hmm. So it kind of. That game came out, and like I couldn't tell whether or not people liked it. I think it was a little generic. Uh yeah.
0: but uh, people were really excited for its release. I know that. Mm-hmm. Uh it looks like a Pixar movie. It looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh Death Loop, I will say, it does have really good art direction. It does yeah. look really nice. And 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 uh a lot of like the loading scenes, a lot of the UI elements have like this nice like like uh like comic booky painted style. Yeah. Uh it's I kind of like it a lot. I think the art direction in Deathloop is really good. Uh And then Psychonauts, is Psychonauts, it looks the same yeah. as the old Psychonauts. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, I might I might vote Deathloop for this, but I uh, I didn't play The Artful Escape and I, or or I don't know much about The Artful Escape, so I feel Yeah. I feel bad not picking that. Let me look that up real quick.
1: Yeah, it's. I think it's like you're a, you're a musician on like a journey trying to like make good music,
0: and it looks really cool. This does look cool. What else did I play this year?
1: A lot of aside from, aside from Metroid, the the, all the games I played this year were from other years.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's what I'm thinking. I played a lot of stuff that has been around for a while gotta say don't don't like this that much (laughs) no not that into it. not that into it i'm 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 voting death loop baby all right all right i I took a heel turn everybody was like bob sharing (laughs) on death loop too much well here you go i voted for it there you go best score and music the artful escape i'd imagine that's probably pretty good yeah
1: uh cyberpunk so in that game's defense it does have good music okay it's got a good music it has a very good soundtrack
0: wasn't uh, cyberpunk nominated for something last year i don't know because it, like it just missed the cutoff i think i thought it was nominated for something and that was like the whole thing was that it was nominated before it even came out and then it came out and it sucked
1: Uh, let me see.
0: Anyway, other other nominees for scoring music, we got Deathloop again, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy and Near Replicant.
1: Uh, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy does have a really good soundtrack. You don't even need to play the game to know that. You can just look it up.
0: People in chat are saying most anticipated it was nominated for. I didn't even know that was a thing.
1: Okay. Yeah, this is usually a thing.
0: Um near replicant version one version point one point two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine that's the name of the game
1: (laughs) that's immediately disqualified because it is a stupid name yes do not do not normalize these dumb uh kingdom hearts style naming conventions (laughs) uh i'm not i'm abstaining
0: from voting all right. Uh best audio design Death Loop. Forza Horizon 5. Now I've heard phenomenal things about Forza Horizon 5.
1: Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of people wondering why Forza Horizon 5 was not nominated for Game of the Year. I and that's surprising. To, I need to play that. I might play a little bit of that tonight.
0: <laughs> Fuck it. There you go. because uh, it's it's Game Pass, right? Yeah. I'm gonna freaking download it. Uh, Cause I, you got off roading, dude. I want to, I want to do that. Yeah, I want to try that. I, I'm actually. So, f- I'm not even interested in racing games. But right. for whatever reason, uh, uh, we, I played the hell out of uh the Forza that came with our Xbox 360.
1: That was Forza Motorsport. That was like the sim racing game. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, Forza Horizon is more like the open world arcade style racing game. That sounds even better. Yeah.
0: Because normally I like that. Normally I like like the Burnout style.
1: Yeah, uh, it's not e- as arcadey as Burnout, but still.
0: Yeah, I saw people wanting this to be game of the year. I saw it was getting ten out of tens and stuff. So I I need that's, to. Yeah, that's surprising. I need to try this. Um, and I'm I, Forza all, has always had good audio design because they like get the yeah. actual cars and like mic them up and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um but anyway, Ratchet and Clank are ripped apart. We got Resident Evil Village and we got Returnal.
1: Returnal has really good audio design. And I would imagine Resident Evil Village also, because like horror games in general are like made or broken by their audio design.
0: Returnal uses every single part of the dual sense controller. And mm-hmm. a lot of the uh a lot of the stuff that happens is is it it, 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 is, it comes through the speaker in, in the yeah. uh, in the controller, uh, which does get annoying sometimes. But mm-hmm. uh, I, Returnal did a really good job with the audio design. This one's hard. Uh, I feel like I'd be more equipped to to answer this if I actually played Forza, right? Uh, so maybe maybe I'll play a little bit later and and be able to to come back with an answer. But but Returnal. Returnal did do a really good job with the audio design I will say. Deathloop, I mean sure. Why though? Like it it <laughs> didn't like it's not like it, it
1: didn't do anything that crazy with the audio design. You know what it is? Like it's it's that big budget AAA game that was very popular and everybody seems to like that they're just going to nominate for everything. Right. There's always yeah. one of those every year. You know, it's usually like a Skyrim or whatnot or, or grand theft auto and this year it's it's death turn
0: i'm just trying to get to the page on xbox so i can download it to my xbox i played a little bit of halo today we'll play we'll, we'll talk about that later how about that yeah forgot about that join xbox game pass hello did you not take my money anyway next Next. Best performance. Oh, I am not equipped to answer this at all. Uh, uh I am. The answer is very simple. <laughs> uh, we have Erica Mori as Alex Chen in Life is Strange. We have uh uh Giancarlo Esposito as Anton Castillo. Castillo. We have uh Jason Kelly as Colt Ivan from Deathloop. Uh we have Maggie Robertson as Lady
2: Dimetrisk. Dimitris.
0: Oh the, the, that one. Yes. <laughs> and we have Ozioma Akaga. I should have made you read this. As Juliana Blake from uh Deathloop. Uh
1: so the answer is Maggie Robertson, next category, please. <laughs> I I agree. She did a phenomenal job yeah. as lady. I mean, uh,
0: what's her face? Dimetrisk. As as Look. Marcy
1: says, vampire mommy. Yes, that's there you go. She did a great job as Vampire Mommy. I mean, look, I'm sure everybody else gave a fine performance. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito is cheating because he's coming from movies and television, um, even though he's great. Uh, but yeah, come on. Nobody, none of these actors or characters were able to penetrate the zeitgeist well quite like uh, Dimitris did. And that is in part thanks to Maggie Robertson's performance.
0: Penetrate was the right word, Will.
1: Yep, I, I'm good with penetrating. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have enough room on my Xbox. Oh, whack! You got to sure get one I of those need... five hundred dollar uh, expansion cards. I might have to.
0: I have. It's it's hundred and thirty six gigabytes.
1: Really? Oh God! Yeah. That's I the can... problem with like. That's the problem with racing games because those are like by default always like the graphical showcases for a next-gen system. So, of course, that's yeah. going to be a stupid, stupid amount of gigs. I can delete uh,
0: – Uh, what's it called? I can delete Uh, probably Call of Duty Cold War. Yeah. Mm. We're not
1: buying another Call of Duty game.
0: You know what? I'm going to install <laughs> it. at a very the, long time. I'm going to install it on Ease Xbox in the studio. Cause, ah. 'Cause I I might be able to get 120 frames out of this bad boy. <laughs> there you go. Cause I don't have a 120 frame monitor here. Anyway, uh games for impact. Uh for a thought provoking game with a pro social meaning or a message. We got before your eyes. Mm. These are usually indie games. We got yeah. uh Before Your Eyes, never heard of it. Boyfriend Dungeon. Heard of it. I heard that people really wanted that game and then it came out and I heard it wasn't that good. Oh, that's disappointing. Uh, Royalty thirteen says Forza doesn't have one hundred twenty hertz mode. All right, I got. uh forget it. It's it's downloading already. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Key Cory a colorful tale. Uh, I have heard of that. Life is strange, true colors, and uh, no longer home.
2: All
1: right, all right. Uh, fun fact: No longer home does not have a Wikipedia page. Wow. Well, yeah, it's probably too indie.
0: Yeah. I I'm ill-equipped to answer this. I'm going next. Okay. Uh, best ongoing. I like. The, I actually like this category. I think. This yeah, is this a is good a category. smart yeah. category. Yeah. Uh, because there, it feels like I don't want games like, for example, Apex Legends to release an Apex Legends 2 and then an Apex yeah. Legends 3 when it's the same fucking game every year. Like Call of Duty. I don't want yeah. them to turn into Call of Duty where they release the same game every year. Um, yeah. Just to keep people interested. Because it does work. It does keep people interested. But if you just call it Best Ongoing and you just have one game, one title that is always on people's yeah. minds, I think that's great. Uh, Anyway, the nominees here are Apex Legends, Final Fantasy 4, 14, Fortnite, Genshin Impact, and Call of Duty Warzone. Now, Apex Legends uh, is a really big deal. It's very popular. It's very Mm -hmm. good. I personally love Call of Duty Warzone. I think that's been doing really good. Uh, They've had a lot of mistakes, and it hasn't always been great. But uh, Right. right now, I think it's still really good. Fortnite, I don't think so. Is that Carnage? that is carnage. Yeah, I think they're
1: adding carnage. Uh
0: Fortnite I'm completely over. Uh
1: I think I'm sh- I'm I'm surprised more people aren't over.
0: I know. Uh Genshin Impact uh people a lot of people like that. I think honestly Final Fantasy 14 wins this because that game has been out forever and for whatever reason this year it exploded.
1: The game came out originally in 2010 and it it was like savaged upon release. Then in 2013, they rebooted it as a Realm Reborn and now it is like almost as big as WoW is. It's incredible what this game has done.
0: Well, Shoryuken in the chat says the game exploded due to the WoW
1: exodus. Oh, there you
0: go. Uh, so I guess everybody was leaving WoW and jumping on Final Fantasy fourteen.
1: There you go. That works. I I I honestly I think
0: as much as I love Call of Duty Warzone and as much as I think mm-hmm. Apex had a pretty huge year this year also, I right. think Final Fantasy fourteen had the biggest. I think I think that they uh, yeah they're like a, like a prime example of why ongoing works really well. Why why mm-hmm. having a freaking 10-year-old game, 11-year-old game uh can can still uh do really well for you and why you don't need to keep releasing incre- incremental games or yearly yeah. games, you know. Yeah. I do really love the fact that Call of Duty Warzone is an ongoing and like they're not just going to uh require you to buy a new sixty dollars game every year. Yeah. Uh but that's just it's just how it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, another good example of that is like Rainbow Six Siege, which I think might have yeah. won last year or the year before that.
1: Um, yeah, that, that, had, that had a big turnaround.
0: Yeah, it came out and it wasn't good and then uh, they fixed it. And mm-hmm. it became one of the best ongoing games. Anyway, there's Best Indie Game. 12 minutes. I didn't play it, but I watched other people play it. So it's kind of like playing
1: it. I've heard that game is disappointing. (laughs) It sure is weird. Yeah. Uh, You
0: basically just, it's 12 minutes. You play the same 12 minutes over and over again until you figure out what's going on. Uh, Death's Door. We got Inscription. We got Kenna Bridge of Spirits. That counts as an indie. That game looks like a friggin like
1: big blockbuster movie i mean indie games are getting a lot more ambitious and then we have loop hero is loop hero the game i'm thinking of endless rpg yes that is the game i'm thinking of randomly generated worlds where the player changes the world by placing cards instead of directly controlling the character Ember Lab is the company that made
0: kind of Bridge of Spirits. Yeah. Oh, did they do the? I think they did the Majora's Mask, uh, like like m- like movie trailer, like, like oh. the like the concept trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This thing, yeah. I remember that. That's cool. I'm ch- I'm trying to see how many people work at this company. <laughs> I, uh, it, it would be pretty remarkable if, if this was a, an indie game.
1: I have a feeling that twelve minutes is going to win this category because it had the highest profile out of all of these games. Mm-hmm. Maybe Kenna because that appears to be like have a very strong cult following. But twelve minutes, because it had, uh, Professor X, the Green Goblin, and Ray from Star Wars in it. And because it was put out by Anna who's like a a big deal that that definitely has a higher profile than most of these games in here,
0: Lucas pitch says Kenna was made with fifteen people. that's pretty friggin incredible
1: that's impressive
0: um, I didn't play any any of these, and I have little uh experience with any of them yeah. i I feel like Kenna' is like a remarkable achievement, but uh I can't i I didn't play enough of it right. 12 Minutes also has incest, so pick your poison. (laughs) I did not know that. I did know that. That is actually a major spoiler. I shouldn't have said that. But uh, uh, yes, it does have that. Anyway, best mobile game, Fantasia. Is that? Yeah, that's it. Genshin Impact, League of Legends, Wild Rift, Marvel Future Revolution, and Pokemon Unite. I feel like I'm in a bubble here, because uh, yeah. Pokemon unite is the winner for me <laughs> actually I don't even, I have I, I didn't even know it came out on the phone. I gotta download it on my phone.
1: I have games on my phone, but I don't I can't tell you the last time I played any of them was. Mm-hmm.
0: I downloaded a game the other day and I forgot to play it. It was a potential uh advertisement uh ah. I, I just forgot to play it. <laughs> Um. anyway uh, I mean Genshin Impact's a big deal
1: I think a lot of people like that but it came out last right. year didn't it I thought so wasn't yeah, the Genshin Impact cause that's like a that's a very similar to Breath of the Wild isn't it yeah it's a knockoff of Breath of the Wild with yeah it. It's cause it was that and uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising that was like the start of the Breath of the Wild clones
0: it came out September last year what are we doing here get yeah. this out of here
1: uh,
0: I don't see anybody talking about Marvel Future Revolution or, honestly, yeah. leg- uh, Legend of Zelda Wild Rift. And I've never heard of Ph- Fantasia before in my life. I'm
1: voting for Pokemon Unite. Yeah.
0: Because I don't think Engine Impact counts.
1: Maybe we release a game this year. How about yeah. that?
0: Best Community Support. Uh, recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness, uh, inclusive of social media activity and game update patches. Apex Legends. Um, mm. Destiny 2. Destiny has some pretty good community support, even though yeah. uh, the game has kind of fallen off. Final Fantasy 14 Online. I have no idea. Uh, Fortnite and No Man's Sky.
1: I feel like I'm not answering this. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's a tough one. I wouldn't put Fortnite, though. Their community support doesn't seem all that great. I don't think any of them, honestly.
0: Yeah. No Man's Sky maybe now,
1: but, I mean,
0: that would be some redemption arc.
1: I mean, Fortnite may have good community support in that they keep updating it and releasing content for it, but nothing else. I mean, Final Fantasy fourteen, you know, like we said before, that's been on a roll. Mm-hmm. Um, Destiny, I know you said it's got good community support.
0: I mean, yeah, but uh, again, they haven't really done much.
1: uh uh-huh.
0: um, At least lately. I'm I'm skipping this. Uh okay. Innovation in accessibility. Okay. Okay. Uh recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology and content to help games that be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. I know that what always comes to mind is the last of us because they have like yeah. crazy accessibility features. You could do all yeah. sorts of shit uh, to make it uh, easier to play. If you have mm-hmm. any sort of disabilities or just, if you just want to make it easier for yourself. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about accessibility for any of these games.
1: I've heard, Far Cry Six has good accessibility for like visually impaired people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But that's all I've heard. Right. Uh, I saw who was it in the chat? Sure, you can pizza Guardians ha- got my vote for accessibility. Uh, Royalty Forza has really good accessibility. They have sign language mode. Oh, I did see that. But but
0: explain that to me, Will. <laughs> because look there's subtitles
1: i know what's the I've, difference I've, look i i am a privileged man who still has his hearing uh so i don't understand why you would opt for sign language over subtitles i'm maybe losing some my people, hearing so i need to know i need to i need to know what i <laughs> what i need to look forward to maybe for some people maybe for some people who are fluent in ASL, American Sign Language, that's easier for them to to read faster than subtitles. Royalty Thirteen says apparently a lot of context and tone gets
0: lost with subtitles. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. What an interesting thing to like be to decide <laughs> like as a company like like we need that context and tone, so let's hire a sign language interpreter.
1: Did you ever see that? Actually, explains. You ever see those videos of like the people who do sign languages for concerts?
0: Yeah, they're not—they're nu- going nuts. They're they're going like, nuts. They go yeah, nuts. Expli-
1: that explains it, yeah.
0: Whenever I see people doing sign language, like interpreting it, uh, they are yeah. putting a lot of
1: emotion into it. Yeah. So I guess that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, we learned something today, and that's important, boys and girls. You should always be learning something.
0: That's why I asked the question. I knew I would look stupid, yeah. but we end up coming out smarter guys. Yes. I'm skipping this category. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably Forza, but I don't know. Uh, yeah. Best VR and AR. We got Hitman
1: 3. What? I didn't know that was VR. Uh, that's a PS4 exclusive mode. You can play the game uh, in first person. I expect you to die too, which is
0: uh, the like, James Bond-esque sort of... Uh, uh, keep talking and nobody yeah. explodes type thing. Um We got Lone Echo 2. Never heard of it. Resident Evil
1: 4, which I want to
0: play. And we got Sniper Elite yeah. VR.
1: Uh, Sniper Elite VR sounds like it would be awesome in VR.
0: Yeah, that's um,
1: true. So I've actually heard that the VR in Hitman is not great. Ooh. And that's disappointing because I actually, I played the opening level of Hitman 3 and it's fantastic. And I would have loved to have seen how it would have been in VR, but apparently it's not great. Um, uh, I would say just give it to Resident Evil 4. I mean, who are we kidding? Having not
0: played any of these games, Resident Evil 4 takes
1: it. <laughs> yeah. The answer uh, is always Resident Evil 4. I, I just
0: feel like there's not much in the in the VR, AR world to play. To
1: to nominate you know it's hard because a lot of the like VR AR stuff is like essentially still just tech demos and mm-hmm. I think it says a lot when one of the most talked about VR games of this year is a game that came out 20 years ago right So. all right we gotta plow through these best action right.
0: game this is such a dumb category I hate this category best uh, game that has action in it <laughs> Uh back for blood, which nobody likes I don't know yeah, why that's, that's here that's at
1: all shocking that's shocking that nobody likes this game
0: that that's that's just I feel like they like know the developers and just put it on here yeah, uh chivalry two I don't know that one death I've, right. I've
1: heard that game is interesting.
0: This is just like a second chance for some games to win who didn't make game of the year. Right. Far Cry 6? Far Cry 6 is that...
1: You know what? That is an action game, though.
0: That is an action
1: game, but it's... If you played Far Cry 3, 4, or 5, you've played this.
0: Uh, Silent Mongoose says, Metroid has action. Why is it not there, lol? Because there's a weird... There's a really weird, like, sort of criteria that they use for action game.
1: So i I uh not to skip ahead or anything, but on the IGN article below best action game is best action adventure game and Metroid is in that category. I also hate that
0: category. I forgot about that yeah. category also hate that category actually it Adventure doesn't make is any even worse because sense.
1: they just because that just encompasses a lot more games that like don't really have a clear definitive kind of genre. Right. And there's one game in the action adventure category where that actually pisses me off that there. <laughs> um I might just
0: give this to returnal. I heard bad things about Far Cry 6 and it just looks like Far Cry 3. So Yeah. Uh I I I'm going to just give this to returnal. Yeah. Um Anyway, next I guess is action adventure. Well, we got Guardians Let's of the speak. Galaxy. We have yep. Metroid Dread. We have Psychonauts 2, we have Ratchet and Clank, and we got Resident Evil Village.
1: Resident Evil is a horror series. It's yeah. a horror series. Mm-hmm. And putting it in an action adventure, that's why people don't like Resident Evil 6, because it was, it was an action game, not a horror game. Mm-hmm. So that's disappointing. Do not vote for that for best action game, because it's not an action game. It's a horror game. It's a horror game with action elements. Difference. This is a stupid anyway. category. I think of all of these, Metroid is honestly the only one that comes close to being a true action adventure because there's a lot of action in it, and you are on an adventure. You're exploring the you're exploring the world and the terrain and trying to solve puzzles. It is the truest definition of the descriptor that it's giving. So, so I. Yeah,
0: the description says for the best action adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving, and that's literally that's literally Metroid Dread. Yeah. When I see a category like this, I think that the reason it exists at all is uh, for games that need a genre, and games like yeah. Uncharted would be action adventure. Uh, like clearly, our our action adventure, um, yeah. What else? Uh, uh, Zelda? Like like you know Zelda, yeah. Uh but none of these games are like are like, oh yeah, that it, it needs to it needs its own category, you know? Yeah. Whatever I'm voting Metroid anyway. Because Metroid's not nominated for like anything. It's nominated <laughs> for Game of the Year and like that's it. Yeah. Anyway, best role playing game. Uh Cyberpunk. <laughs> cool, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna vote for no. that. So, so, a lot of people say that cyberpunk is a good game that has that has or cyberpunk would have been a good game
1: if it wasn't so broken. I say that. I, I say that there's a there's a good game buried underneath all that broken code somewhere.
0: I disagree. I think it is a bad game riddled with <laughs> bad problems. I I, I, I think I, that there's I think that even if it ran good.
1: It would still not be good. <laughs> That's what I think. I think I, thi- I disagree, but I think we've gotten to the point where it's very obvious that CD Projekt Red uh, is in no hurry to make this game right. playable, or so, it's just too I- hard. They fucked up
0: that badly. Yeah. So, when, when people internally were talking about the problems that they had with the game, they said yeah. they thought they were like two to three years out. <laughs> so yeah. like there might be two to three years till this game is done. And I'm sure yeah. they were also working on a new game because they can't just put yeah. everybody on Cyberpunk because it's not going to sell that much. Yeah. Uh, I actually played Monster Hunter Rise and that game is really good. Um oh, Okay. I'm. I actually forgot that game came out this year, and I am shocked. This is the only freaking category it's in. <laughs> um, I don't understand what's what's going on with some of these uh, nominees. Uh, Scarlet,
1: Scarlet Nexus. Nexus. I think I played that. Oh, that's the game where like it doesn't look like it's gonna be a, be a weeb game, but then you play it and it's a totally a weeb game. Did I? Where? Where did I? Like the co- Have you seen the cover art for Scarlet Nexus? No, it it looks like it's very deceiving because it looks like it could oh, yeah. be like a like a western dark fantasy it, type it, game. It looks
0: like that game for Xbox three hundred and sixty that was oh like the big arm Yeah, yeah, it, it looks like, like that. prototype. Yeah.
1: But no, it's, a, it's 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 a weeb there, game.
0: There's a mobile game that I played. That was a weeb game, and it was at yeah. and I it was for a potential sponsorship, and it was actually sick. And then I didn't get the sponsorship for some reason. Uh, but it looked a lot like this. I wonder if this was it. Is this also a mobile game?
1: No, it's a PS5 game. I mean, I could just look at my phone. What the hell was the name of that mobile game?
0: Well, I don't want to give them free promotion. They denied me. There you go. So pgr i don't know anyway uh i did hear good things about whatever this is (laughs) uh shimugami tensei 5 highly anticipated been hearing about it for four years and it came out like a week ago to (laughs) and i didn't hear anything about it all of a sudden yeah and Tales of Arise? I don't know. Never heard of that one. Um, so, I mean, Monster Hunter Rise. I mean, Tsumagami Tensei, I feel like,
1: uh,
0: I mean, again, like, it came out and I didn't really hear anything about it.
1: Yeah. I'm surprised, too, because, like, that was, like, the most anticipated game on Switch.
0: Yeah. Unless I'm just in a bubble.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, I feel like that should probably
0: win unless it's really not as good as, as everybody thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna vote for Monster Hunter because uh I think it's a great game. And that's all I got. And I'm also I also all don't right. like role playing games. So <laughs> <laughs> if if you're making me like a role playing game, then whatever. Okay. Best fighting game, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl is a bad game. I'm surprised they put that in there. Well, they put fucking that that uh the shonen jump one. What the hell was that uh, called? Jump force. That, jump force. That game sucked. And they put well, that but, as best fighting game too. I don't know right if you saw it. Category. That's
1: gonna be pulled from digital stores soon because they're losing the license.
0: I did see that. And uh nobody uh nobody's nobody crying.
1: Anyway, you got Demon Slayer. I didn't know that
0: was uh I didn't know that had a fighting game. Guilty Gear Strive looks are uh, incredible and that yeah. has a really big community around it. Um Melty Blood Type I Lumina. Don't... What the fuck is this? I I I abstained from reading the whole Demon Slayer title by the way. <laughs> that has <Yeah. is> a <laughs> worse title. Um anyway, Nicktoons Nick All-Star Brawl does not get it and Virtual Fighter 5, 5 Ultimate Sh- Showdown I'm going to give uh, it a Guilty
1: Gear. Yeah. I mean, Virtual Fighter 5 is really just like it's a re... I don't know if it's a remake or a port of an older game. It's like an attempt to try to bring back Virtual Fighter. Right. But the game is relatively the same.
0: Uh, next, we got Best Family. The Wolf Family. Yes. <laughs> uh, it Takes Two. I, 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 it's interesting. That's a family
1: game yeah mario party superstars fuck that game game sucks so i was at a bachelor party this weekend Mm -hmm. and one of my friends actually had mario party superstars and we played it i unambiguously without question came in fourth place (laughs) and yet somehow i won the whole thing yep it throughout, like once the actual board game part ended, it yep. said, "Well, fourth place," and then they just pumped me full of coins <laughs> and shit, and then all of a sudden I'm in first. I don't know how that happened, why that happened, because the the mini games were kind of trash, the the board made no sense, and you know I'm doing my best here, and I come in fourth, I accept my fate, and all of a sudden I win the whole game. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're like asleep at the wheel and the game like weakened and burnies you and you're you're all of a sudden in first. That's why how, the game sucks.
1: How has this series been going on for as long as it has with whack mechanics like that?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How yeah. have we not caught on? Uh apparently you can turn that off,
0: but nobody okay. ever does. Like you can turn yeah. off the, the the participation trophies, basically. Um, aside from so, what do you think about the game now that you played it?
1: Eh, not it's all right, I guess. <laughs>
0: anyway, we got Knocked new Pokemon me. Snap, which wasn't good, also. I didn't really mm-hmm. like that that much. Um, we got Super Mario 3D World Bowser's Fury, which was very good. Yeah. I may be a little biased there, but that was a very good game. And uh, Wario-Wear Get It Together, which was good, but uh, I don't think it's a good family game. It's just yeah, the multiplayer really doesn't work that good. Uh, so I'm gonna vote for Super Mario 3D World and and Bowser Fury. Uh, best sim slash strategy. I feel like I should just skip this. (laughs) Microsoft Flight Simulators on there. That should probably win. I mean that that is a sim. Yeah. This is another stupid category because how can you put sim games and strategy games together?
1: Well, because sometimes strategy games simulate something. Okay. Battle or like fine. Some or like community or like city management if it's SimCity. How is Age
0: of Empires Four in the same game category
1: (laughs) as Microsoft Flight Simulator? It is a strategy game where you simulate classical battles throughout history. So.
0: This is like, should I buy Call of Duty or Madden? That's what this <laughs> is. I'm skipping this category. Well, this stupid category. Okay. All right. All right. Best sports and racing game.
1: This I understand. This I understand. Because racing is a sport. Right. And I like how, of all these games, there's only one non-racing game on there. And uh, it's fucking FIFA.
0: And didn't everybody hate FIFA this year?
1: I mean, everybody hates FIFA every year, I thought.
0: Um voting for a Forza Horizon 5 because of all the hoopla go. I've heard about it. Um so wasn't there that uh, that Ubisoft game that everybody liked where you got like the squirrel suit? Isn't that Riders Republic? Oh, Ubisoft. Okay, maybe it's that. Yeah. Anyway, next we got Best Multiplayer, Back for Blood. Nobody liked that game. Why is it here? I feel so bad for it. Uh, Knockout City, which was actually really good. Mm -hmm. It Takes Two, which I still have to play. Monster Hunter Rise, finally. Uh, New World. Oh, New World. A lot of people really like New World. Yeah,
1: I'm surprised that game is as popular as it is. And Valheim,
0: which also a lot of people like that. Yeah. One of the developers is called Coffee Stain. Uh, I'm abstaining from this. Uh, okay, I feel like New World should probably win. It takes two, maybe, for its innovation. Yeah. But uh, I really enjoyed my time with Monster Hunter Rise and Knockout City. So uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of at a at a standstill here with this one.
1: Uh, I mean, I haven't played any of these, and I typically don't play multiplayer games. So, Content Creator of the Year. Dream, uh, skip. None of them are us.
0: <laughs> I only know Dream and Foozley. I don't know any of these other people, and I don't even know their content. I yeah. only see Foozley on live stream films and other people's streams. So, uh, I don't. I, and Dream, like, I guess last year he got canceled for cheating in Minecraft. Um, and I guess people are over it now. Anyway, oh,
1: good for him.
0: Best debut indie? Okay. I mean, I guess it's good to give yeah. Indies more categories. Um The Arful Escape, the Forgotten City, Kenna Bridge of Spirits, Sable, which looks great, and uh Valheim. Uh Valheim, I feel like was like a huge deal.
1: Really? Uh, this is I, the first
0: I, time I'm hearing of it. It was like a really big multiplayer game. Uh, I'm skipping this. Uh we got most anticipated Elden Ring, which has been blowing up right now. Yeah. Oh, is that why they released the demo? Because the game awards? Probably. So people can drum up all this hype. God of War Ragnarok. Um it looks like God of War. I don't and that wasn't that <laughs> I, I don't even think I'm gonna get Ragnarok. Uh Horizon right. Forbidden West. I mean, it looks good. Um, yeah, the Legend of Zelda. The I'm sorry, the sequel to sequel. the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, and Starfield, which isn't going to come out for like a long time. Yeah. Oh no! I mean, Starfield. I'm... They said 2022. I think. Did they? What did they say? Whatever they said, oh. add a year because there's no fucking way. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. This November 11th, 2022. Absolutely not. It's going to be spring, uh, twenty twenty
0: three, for sure.
1: Yeah, and um, we're not seeing Breath of the Wild two until like twenty twenty four. I'm calling it now.
0: Yeah, Zelda always gets delayed, and but yeah. but but Nintendo finally put a window on it. I don't know if that that kind of snuck under the rug. Yeah, but uh, Nintendo made a little tweet the other day they tweet too much (laughs) they made like a little here it is the infographic that says like what's up next for nintendo switch and it says 2022 the sequel to the legend of zelda breath of the wild (laughs) and also a bayonetta 3 there you go so uh yeah that 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 means it's coming out it's slated to come out next year i assume the holidays it'll probably be delayed a little bit yeah uh, i f- I feel like it's Elden Ring, but only because uh, they're they like cheesed it by releasing a demo right before the game awards.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Elden Ring. I mean, that's that's had hype for a while because it's from Software meets uh George R R Martin. But mm-hmm. yeah, I guess it would have to be Elden Ring. I mean, none of these are my most anticipated game. True. What is your ante- most anticipated game, Will?
0: I
2: don't
1: know. I don't even know what's coming out anymore. <laughs> I mean, Spider-Man 2 looks great. Uh, I'm interested in Gotham Knights uh, in terms of non-comic book licensed games. I don't really know. Oh, Perfect Dark. I'm yes, in that. I am
0: actually really excited for Perfect Dark. I'm hoping...
1: Yeah, Yeah,
0: I don't... Yeah, I don't... I mean... I'm not... Uh... I'm not sitting here, like, uh, like counting the days until anything, really. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to skip this. Uh, best eSports game, Call of Duty, just any Call of Duty, okay. Um, Counter-Strike Global Offensive, that game's been uh-huh. around forever. Yeah. Dota 2, League of Legends, and Valorant. Uh,
1: Surprise, so I guess Dota just- 2 is on here.
0: Yeah, that is weird. I guess this is just completely uh, uh, disregarding what year it came out.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Most esports games are, like, old. I think it's really weird
0: to just put Call of Duty, period. Like, the whole series (laughs) is just one part of the category. Well, they
1: usually play the latest one when they do esports. I don't even think people play Dota 2 anymore. I think Valorant has to take this because...
0: Yeah, but then again, like Valorant came out last year, and uh, I don't know
1: like what the community is like now. Yeah, apparently, League of Legends is still going very strong. Mm-hmm. So is Counter Strike, apparently. Well, yeah, Counter Strike—you you can't kill Counter Strike.
0: I mean, Call of Duty's been great too, but I've been watching uh, uh, all the stuff I watch is Warzone stuff. I don't really watch like the actual like esports stuff. Yeah. I'm voting Valorant. Uh right. next. Uh esports athlete. I don't know any of these people. <laughs> I think I saw yep, an interview nah. with tens once. Skip. Oh, I skipped too. I skipped too much. Uh, best esports oh, no. team. We're skipping that too. Uh Best Esports coach. <laughs> Once again, we're skipping that. And Best Esports event. And we're done. Okay, there you go. We did it. Uh Good so job, everybody. Are there any games we wish we would have seen there? Like
1: I feel I'm like there's to... games missing. I'm trying to think of like all the games that like came out even like if I haven't played it that I'm like, I'm aware of that had a lot of buzz. Um, and it just, just isn't there.
0: Right. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm really bad at like remembering the games that I recently played. Yeah. So what I will do instead is go to Twitch tracker and look at my most recently played games. (laughs) There you go. Last scene. Let's do that. Um, We got Metroid Dread, of course. We got Deathloop. Halo Infinite, which just came out, which we'll talk about. Um, Mm -hmm. We promise. We promise we'll talk about it. Pokemon Unite. I'm surprised we didn't see more of that. Yeah. Um, Mario Golf Super Rush. Where is that in the uh, sports category? Oh, yeah. I think Mario Tennis was in the sports category when that came out. I thought people liked Mario Golf. It was good. I mean, I played it and then forgot about it. Um. Yeah. We did we did see Mario Party. This is a different Mario Party though. Um I'm all I'm back all the way in March. Monster Hunter Rise. I am surprised we didn't see more of Monster Hunter Rise. Mm-hmm. Um we did see Returnal. Uh and I think I think that's it. Super Meat Boy Forever, I think, came out at the end of last year, maybe. Yeah. Um I played it early this year, though uh cyber shadow or is that for Indies?
1: I guess everybody just nobody was able to beat it. Where's the platformers' category? will see that's that's a category that definitely should exist, but they probably will just lump that in like action or action adventure right or fucking Mario's in family game right when it's obviously a platformer. So, I mean,
0: this year had a lot of good stuff. It just didn't really have anything that was, like,
1: really, like,
0: earth-shattering.
1: Yeah, nothing that, like, stood out as much as, like, some other years. Yeah. So,
0: uh, not very exciting, really, uh, coming out of the game awards. Uh, We didn't organize this right. Let's talk about
1: (laughs) Halo! Yeah! Yeah! So there was the Xbox 20th anniversary live stream uh, yesterday in celebration of 20 years of of the Xbox. Uh, There were some news announcements, and then there were a lot of just like, you know, hey, isn't Xbox great? (laughs) Um, One of the main news announcements was uh, the Halo Infinite multiplayer mode is out. It's out right now. Three weeks early. You can play it. So I
0: was Uh, a non-believer. This was a rumor that was going on all weekend. People were saying that the, uh, they were rumoring the same people who were rumoring certain other things that were rumored uh, this year. They were rumoring that uh, the uh, Xbox, that that Microsoft is going to just drop Halo multiplayer uh, yesterday uh, on the Xbox's 20th anniversary. And I was like, I was like, no shot because that game is not finished and it's they it, 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 they have, they've been having a lot of problems. Like how are they going to just drop the multiplayer? How are they just going to drop the multiplayer and make it free for everybody and just have everybody play it before the game's even out yeah. that that they, they've been taking their sweet time. And, but part of the rumor was also that there was going to be a campaign demo. Which so did not yet. And and the, the the rumor was that the full multiplayer was going to be released. What we have is a demo of just the multiplayer. However, well, not not the demo. I'm sorry, it's a beta of just the yes. multiplayer. But it is the whole multiplayer. Whole multiplayer mode. And all of your stuff transfers over to the full game, so it is just the full multiplayer.
1: Yes. They probably just had to put beta in there to cover their ass. But I mean, for all intents and purposes, this is it. This is the multiplayer mode of Halo Infinite. Yes. So I was a non-believer and
0: uh, here we are. Now we got Halo. And I played Mm -hmm. a little bit of it today. Uh, It seemed to be a little bit better than it was during the test flight that I played it because there was a little more problems. Um, I played it on my Eve Spectrum monitor. I was getting 4K. It looked like it was 120 hertz, um, but it said 120 the whole time, and I don't really believe that. <laughs> like right. usually, it like dips a little bit, so you can tell that it's like the counter actually works. Um, but it was incredibly smooth, and everything ran great, and it was it was really fun. Nice. Um, I was disappointed to learn that uh, uh, my the the Xbox does not do uh, ultra wide. However, oh. if, if you have Halo on your PC, it does support ultra wide. Interesting. So if you have an ultra wide monitor, you can play Halo in ultra wide. Uh, so that's the, another fun thing: is that if you don't have an Xbox, you can just play this on your PC. I think you need a pretty decent PC in order to do it, though. You can, you know, right mess around. Um, but it's really fun. So I think I think it's it's fucking awesome that it came out.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I think it's it's a great way to like satiate fans till the main game comes out. I think it's a great, you know, it's sort of like an apology for, you know, delaying it for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it'll also too. It will definitely generate hype for when the full game does come out because you'll be playing it for all this time. And Halo is one of those one of the rare first person shooters where people play an equal amount of single and multiplayer. So. I think this is good incentive to get people hooked in now, for when the campaign comes.
0: And I think making it free to play is a great way yeah. to sell Xboxes because I mean, oh you yeah. can just get it on your PC. Uh, right, but but uh, that's the new model now: is free to play, always online, always active games because you just sell other yeah. shit in the game, and then you have whales that purchase everything. Um, yeah, but not at i feel like most people can't afford a good pc so yeah they're gonna be at a friend's house playing halo or maybe on their dinky little pc trying to play yeah. halo and then they're gonna be like mom for christmas i want a series s or something and then they're yeah. gonna and, and then they're gonna get into xbox so i wish this would have came out you know when the game when the system launched to sell more xboxes yeah. but uh i think this is a great uh I think they're being very pro-consumer right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh
0: I also have this little guy I want. Well, uh yeah, I'll show it right now. Screw it, dude. Okay. We got the Halo Elite controller that I already opened.
1: Oh, I did see that. I did see you tweet about that.
0: So I uh I've always wanted an elite controller, but I wanted like mm-hmm. I was waiting for like the Elite 3 or something. Yeah. And uh they released a special edition, so I was like, F it!" But now, look at how pretty it is. I don't want to. I, I don't want to touch it. <laughs> I don't want to play with this. I want. I want to just put this on display somewhere.
1: It is a very nice looking controller. and it's got it's got a little blue accents. It's got it's yeah. got
0: the little rubberized grips. It's got the little paddles. I need these paddles though. These paddles would be very helpful. Yeah. Um, and then you got a little D pad, which I should probably put on. It's very nice. It's this is mm-hmm. this is uh way nicer than I deserve. <laughs> oh yeah, and you can charge it through the case. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, because it has a built in battery, which is nice. Built in battery? Yeah. Oh, it on the controller, yeah. I thought the you meant the ca- yeah. I thought you meant in yeah. the case, like a like a no, no, air yeah.
0: yeah, you can just put the cable through there. That's friggin' this yeah. thing is friggin' awesome. So yeah, I've never had an elite controller before. So that's why I wanted to get my hands on that. Uh but yeah, then again, I'd feel like I don't want to use it because it's just too pretty. Looking. Yeah. And I have other
1: I have other controllers anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyway, what else happened during this 20th anniversary celebration?
1: Uh what else happened? They announced uh power on the story of Xbox uh it's gonna be a six part documentary series released on December 13th on YouTube and a whole bunch of other places. Looks neat. Uh, The Rock is giving away a whole bunch of prizes in conjunction with his movie Red Notice, including an oil painting of when he introduced the first Xbox back in 2000. Because that man is just a cartoon character. I'm convinced he's not real. Uh, I'll mention this before we get on to the other big thing that they mentioned. Buried in the post. uh, For fans who want to hear more about the early days of Xbox and the innovation that Xbox has fostered, With gaming, we're also excited to announce the Xbox Pioneers Creativity and Innovation Past, Present, and Future. This discussion will be moderated by former Nintendo USA president and COO Reggie fils and feature Xbox visionaries Robbie Bach, Ed Fry's uh, Peter Moore, and Bonnie Ross. What the Uh, fuck? so, So, yes. Reggie, Mr. Nintendo himself, is going to be moderating... An Xbox panel uh, that'll be broadcast on no, uh, November 22nd at 10 a.m. Pacific on the Microsoft Alumni Network's YouTube channel. That's incredible. I, I hope it's. I hope to God it's just him talking about the Wii kicking their ass for the whole 360 generation. Yeah, I hope he like is snarky the whole time. I hope so. Oh my god. This uh, this
0: YouTube channel, by the way, has 83 subscribers. <laughs> what the wow. fuck? I, I feel mean, like most people in this chat right now. I feel like a lot of people in this chat right now have more subscribers than the alumni network.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's crazy. But the other big thing that they announced during this and the thing I'm most excited for because I'm weird like that. Um, Xbox has announced 76 new backwards compatible games for the Xbox One and the Xbox Series consoles, and many of them with enhancements. So if you don't remember, they put the backwards compatibility program on Xbox One on pause, so they can focus on uh, getting Series X and S out the door. And they came back yesterday with 76 new games uh, compatible off for the Xbox One, the Xbox Series, across the original Xbox and Xbox 360 games, including the original Max Payne trilogy, so all three Max Payne games, the original Red Dead Revolver, uh, Time Splitters 2 and Time Splitters Future Perfect, um, a whole bunch of Star Wars games, including a Jedi Outcast and uh, Starfighter, uh, Mortal Kombat 2000, uh, 2011. My favorite Mortal Kombat game is finally backwards compatible on Xbox One. Uh, 50 Cent Blood in the Sand. <laughs> I see Jedi Outcast. Yes. Uh, the Star, You get the Star Wars games. You get Starfighter, uh, Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, The Clone Wars, and Jedi Outcast. What about uh, the newer Perfect Dark, the 360 Perfect Dark? That's already
0: backwards compatible. All right, good never mind. This is this is just filling in the gaps. My friend texted me about this and was like, 70 new backwards com- or no, he said 70 backwards compatible games. That's incredible. Yeah. I was like, "Do you know that almost the whole library
1: is already backwards compatible?" <laughs> so, <laughs> not almost the whole library. Uh we're still mi- we're still missing a bunch. Uh like for example, the original version of Arkham Asylum and Arkham City are not on this are not on this list. Mm-hmm. They're not backwards compatible. Um the original Halo from the original Xbox is not backwards compatible. That is dumb. Um, there's a lot of like weird odds and ends things. For the most part any game you want to play is here is yes. like backwards compatible, but there might be situations where like the game got remastered and they want you to get the remaster or it's just lost the time. Uh what was not explicitly said in the broadcast And what was buried in the full Xbox wire post was this drop was is going to be the final backwards compatibility update for Xbox One and Xbox series. What? They said
0: they're not doing Xbox they're not even touching any of the extra Xbox One games anymore.
1: Uh, if you mean original Xbox games,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah Xbox no. One. I know <laughs> the first uh, Xbox.
1: Yeah. So per the post, this latest and final edition of 70 titles to the backwards compatibility pal- backwards compatibility program nailed it. Was only possible through the passion and feedback from the community. Your constant requests for specific titles and enhancements encourage backwards compatibility team to partner with the original creators to preserve thousands of games uh, from over four generations of Xbox. While we continue to stay focused on preserving and enhancing the art form of games, we have reached the limit of our ability to bring new games to the catalog from the past due to licensing, legal, and technical constraints. Thank you for being a part of this journey with us. Damn, that's a that sucks. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate because, I, and I know there are more games out there that I I can't remember, I can't think of, um, but I I guess like they just they hit they hit the ceiling on what they could conceivably do. That's so I mean, weird. technical. Technical I understand. Legal I understand because I'm sure you know, EA does not want, you know, a random Madden from 2004 to be on. Uh, a modern Xbox system, but like some of the, like the Microsoft first party stuff, like I said, the original Halo, I don't think is backwards compatible.
0: I don't understand why you can't just put an Xbox emulator on this bad boy and be like, hey, uh, any games that are not officially compatible, you can put the disc in and we'll f- we'll figure it out through the emulator. And whatever yeah, it it, runs, it it, runs, it is
1: a weird way that they decided to do it. Where it was like game by game rather than just a whole like.
0: I mean, I understand that they want ability. it to
1: be perfect. They they want every game to run really right. good. But
0: but and, and I understand why that would limit them legally and and, and, and yeah. through licensing. That's a problem because they can't work on a game that they don't have the yeah. license for anymore. But I have the game. I want to play it. Yeah. Let let just develop an emulator that'll just do it. Or do yeah. it to the best of its ability. We'll we'll take the hit in quality if it's good if it because because fucking ninety it does it ninety nine percent correctly in an emulator. Yeah. the emulators that exist that fans
1: have made are doing great for original Xbox. Yeah. Uh, so there are now currently six hundred and thirty two uh, Xbox three sixty games available on Xbox One and Series out of two thousand one hundred fifty four. So, less than half of the Xbox 360 games. Yeah, I thought it was way more than that. No, I mean 600 whatever is a lot. Mm. Uh, And in terms of original Xbox, um, there are currently 63 out of 997 games. What the fuck? I thought it was way more than that. No, I guess what I mean. I guess it's just the ones
0: that you would care about.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's the ones you would care about. It's all the high, the highest profile ones. Um, but yeah, like the original Halo is not on there. Um, I think this, the Silent Hill from the X, original Xbox era isn't on here. Yeah, I don't understand yeah, why uh, they don't just... Bionic Commando Rearmed is not on here, but Bionic Commando Rearmed 2 is. <laughs> and nobody likes Rearmed 2. I don't understand why they didn't just why they don't
0: just uh, uh, let us put the disc in and have the system figure it up. Uh, yeah, it even, is... even if it's not perfect, I mean it's it'll, at least it's at least it does something, you know.
1: I will say, however, that despite that, you know, despite the fact that they're ending the program, Xbox has done more for backwards compatibility these past two generations sure. than Nintendo or Sony combined. So the fact that we got that much, you know, I think speaks volumes and not only that, but a lot of, a lot of the games have gotten a lot of enhancements to them. So they play even better than when they originally did. Um, For example, games have auto HDR on series X and S. So all the games will have, you know, automatic HDR, regardless of whether or not they had it. Uh, The original Xbox games will get uh, four times the resolution increase on Series X and Xbox One X. Uh, 11 games, including Fear, Fear 3, Binary Domain, uh, will get 60 frames per second support thanks to FPS boost. Um, More games are also going to get FPS boost, including the Gears games. Um, They specifically called out Sonic Generations. And in, in the live stream. That's going to get a sixty frame per second boost. Um, they, so not, they, not they only do are have they
0: a crazy amount of 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 like weird support, like high resolutions on all their old yeah. games and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. Every backwards compatible title added will experience improved visuals with auto HDR support on supported displays. There, uh, there. There used to be a list. That like, yeah. or like, or like a table that gave you like
0: the games that supported 60 frames or even 4K. Yeah. Like, I can't seem to find it anymore.
1: Uh, what else? It might be too big now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is all, this is exciting. Uh, I'm excited cause I, I kind of did want to play Max Payne 3 again and now I can just go and get it from mom and dad's house. And I'm ecstatic that Time Splitters 2 and 3 are available because those were not playable. Those are original Xbox games and those were not included on Xbox 360 backwards compatibility uh, due to controller issues. So the fact that they are playable now is fantastic. Time Splitters 2 is a great game. And I hope everybody plays it now. Did
0: you know that? There's Transformers in Smite now? Uh no. <laughs> I was just looking at a I was just looking at the 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 games with like a, you know, FPS boost. Yeah. And I saw Smite Transformers uh-huh. and I was like, "What?" And apparently <laughs> okay. Transformers. Smite is you play as different gods and stuff. Yeah. And uh Yeah. I mean, here here you are. Yeah. I, I only played Smite once, and it was because Wood asked me to play it with him for a video. And then in the middle of the video, I found out it was an ad.
1: <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And I didn't get paid. Isn't, isn't Smite <laughs> Isn't Smite a MOBA, but it's like a third person MOBA? Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: Uh I mean, yeah, I'm not into Mobas, but I yeah. I I think it's interesting that you're a transformer fighting literal gods.
1: <laughs> they also had uh Ninja Turtles at one point. I remember that. In Smite? In Smite. Yeah. Interesting. Uh
0: anyway, cool. Uh we we uh, I'm I'm sad that they're ending the 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 uh the the program because yeah. they did a phenomenal job so far. Mhm. But uh, I guess, uh, I, I guess uh, we gotta we gotta take what we can get.
1: One last thing I'll say about it, uh, and this is kind of sad. Um, so included in this list, this final list was Skate Two. Oh. Uh, so that makes that means as of now, the entire EA Skate trilogy uh, is playable on Xbox One and Series X and S. Uh, the day of the announcement, the official Skate Twitter account said like, "Yay, hooray! Uh, it's playable on Xbox One." Uh, subtweet servers will be shutting down for this game later, uh, late in December. Please be, be sure to save all your stuff and whatnot. Oh my god! <laughs> so, uh, like, we fi- you're finally able to play it again on a modern console, and they're like, "Oh, by the way, we're still shutting down the servers." Oh, well, that just means you can't play online. That's not, not like yeah. really an online game. I know. Either. I just, I just think it's like it's kind of funny. <laughs> it's kind of. you gotta admit, it's kind of funny.
0: Uh, we haven't read notifications in a really long time. I'm sorry, oh, yeah. everybody. Um, you guys. Oh yeah, you guys are here too. <laughs> uh, we got battle tank cup, battle tank Bob with five months. Yay, five months or whatever. I wonder if Bob ever got a cupcake. Let me let me tell you this story. Will it was oh, yeah. Sam's birthday yesterday. My roommate. Hmm. I bought Remember cupcakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they were. Here for like a few hours, yeah, and I was like, "I want one, but he didn't eat one yet <laughs> can i just can I just eat one, or do I have to wait for him to eat one yeah, you have to as long as you present them, you so, can start eating them. so what I did was after the stream, uh-huh, he was in the living room, and I said, "I'm gonna have a cupcake, and then I just ate a cupcake <laughs> <laughs> I announced it. Anyway, um, no banana suits. Hey, man, thanks for gifting two subs. I appreciate it. One of them was to BB Retro. Thanks, bro. Uh, Captain Potts, thank you for the 18 months. Just got on. I finally got an Xbox SX and love it. Forza is the bomb. I need to uh, delete some stuff so I can play it.
1: I was very tempted. The um the Halo edition Series X was like flashed up on sale and I almost bought it, but I didn't. It's mm. very tempting. Uh yo, it that looks sick. Yeah, no, it really does.
0: Uh J Cannon with eight months. Returnal is a great game, but Metroid is my gaudy. I I I, yeah. I see where you're coming
1: from. I think a lot of people would Agree with you on that.
0: Jaren Church with the 100 bits. Thank you very much. We got Edward Bova who gifted a sub and then gifted another sub and then subbed himself. There you go. Thank you very much, Edward Bova. That's how you do it. Disc Cart, how are you doing, my guy? Thank you for the Prime subscription. And Jaron Church with another hundo bits.
1: Anyway, we got more news to plow through. We got a lot more news to plow through. We'll try oh. to plow, actually plow through them.
0: Oh, would you look at that? The Steam Deck got delayed. Womp, womp. Uh, they, uh, a Steam Deck shipping update. This came out as an email to uh, to people who had pre orders first. Yes. Uh, it didn't go out as a news article or anything. It went out to pre-orders first which i guess is probably the way it should go um it it, this says the launch of the steam deck will be delayed by two months period (laughs) that's the first (laughs) sentence we're sorry about this we did our best to work around the global supply chain issues but due to um material shortages components aren't reaching our manufacturing facility our manufacturing facilities in time for us to meet our initial launch dates based on our updated uh, build estimates steam deck will start shipping to customers february 2022 this will be the new start date of the reservation queue All reservation holders keep their place in line, but dates will shift back accordingly. Reservation date estimates will be updated shortly after this announcement. Again, we're sorry we won't be able to make our original ship date. We'll continue working to improve reservation dates based on the new timeline, and we'll keep folks updated as we go. Uh, So, I mean... It's, it sucks, but it happens. I mean, there's all, yeah. This isn't the only thing that got delayed. Uh, there, basically, all hardware has been delayed this year. Yeah. It's been rough. Yeah. The only um, reason the OLED I, switch wasn't delayed was because it was probably internally already delayed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um I, 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 I hope we get a date in February because I, I got things I want to do and I, mm-hmm. I, I want to be here for when the Steam Deck comes out so I can make a video.
1: Yeah, I mean as it, it totally sucks, um at least they're still committed to putting it out. Um and hopefully this is the only delay it gets cuz it's mm-hmm. very possible that it keeps getting delayed. The other thing that got delayed is the oh, yeah, play date. Uh, the cr- yeah. the
0: silly little cranky console. That's been delayed a couple times, hasn't it? Uh, probably. Yeah. Guess what? It got delayed again. Uh, yeah. With lots of pre-orders in place, we immediately placed an order. No, who's this? I don't know who. I don't know who that is. I want to read their statement. Uh, a newsletter, Pre- pre-order customers. Thanks for pre-ordering Playdate. Now that you're part of the club, we'll get you updated. Blah, blah, blah. First, uh, a sur- First, overcoming a surprise battery issue. As our first 5,000 finished Playdate units arrived at our warehouse in California for 2021, we began to test a few of them. We quickly became concerned that some of them weren't giving us the battery life we expected. Playdate's battery is designed to last a very long time and always be ready for you, even if not uh, used for a while. But that was not the case in fact we found a number of units with batteries so drained playdate wouldn't power on at all and wouldn't be charged and couldn't be charged that's a battery worst case scenario that is a that is very bad so it's basically a recall This quickly turned into a months-long, all-hands-on-deck research stress ball, and we halted production at the factory. The conclusion? We made the difficult, expensive decision to replace all of our existing batteries with brand new ones from a totally different battery supplier. It was extra frustrating because when we built our developer preview units, the exact same type of batteries worked just fine. But something somewhere we're researching changed between then and now, and the new ones did not work just fine. We have no time to waste, so we're moving on. And so we shipped 5,000 finished playdates back to Malaysia to to be given new batteries. How did that feel? Not great. Honestly, after reading that, I feel a oh, lot. I feel for them now because, like that, is yeah. that they're actually trying really hard to make sure that it is a really good quality device.
1: Yeah, and and the fact that they were very honest and open about like what exactly the problem was, I mm-hmm. think says a lot about them as a company. You know, so most people just say like, "Oh, it's got delay" and give some vague reason, but like they were very specific. Uh the battery should
0: last a really long time because the screen is just like a friggin' like black and white like like
1: L C D situation. It's like an
0: E ink screen, isn't it? I don't know exactly. Yeah. I don't want to say E Ink because that's usually really slow, isn't it? Yeah, it's very slow. I think it's more like a like a calculator L C D situation. Okay. It's black and white. It's it's just it's yeah. literally it's and it's it's uh uh it's literally just bicolor. It's just black or white. Uh. So anyway, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm glad that they're fixing that. It's unfortunate that they have to delay it. Yeah. I'm still very, uh, uh, I still feel very weird about this console in general. I feel like, uh, oh yeah,
1: no, it's def, it's definitely it, a weird console.
0: Yeah, it's a weird thing, I, and I don't know how the games are gonna be, but uh, we'll we'll see when it comes out. Hopefully it gets hacked and I can put some freaking Game Boy games on it because having a yeah. uh, something like that, that's that's uh, like color like that and that the, the battery lasts for a really long time. I feel like that could that has potential for some great Game Boy stuff. Although it's not going to be yeah. backlit, so that might <laughs> might be some problems. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so I think the next thing that's going to get delayed is the Aya Neo. That's the uh, mm, yeah the the no not the Aya the Ein Odin. Right. the which uh, one's the the Neo was the uh, Windows tablet that came out already right. The Ein oh, okay. Odin is the thing that was on Indiegogo that can emulate like oh, GameCube games and stuff. Yeah. I think that that. Is the next thing to get delayed?
1: It's, I think the next thing that's going to get delayed is the Intellivision Amico because that's been oh, yes. delayed a whole bunch of times now.
0: <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, real quick, uh, GTA Remastered is out
1: and everybody hates it. Yeah, it's apparently it's a it's a buggy, glitchy, unfinished mess. Um, I didn't want to put I didn't want to load this episode up with too many stories regaling about how. Um, it's broken and it's unfinished and Take-Two is even issuing DMCA strikes against people who post videos of the of the glitches on YouTube and whatnot. Uh, but what I did want to talk about, what I found very interesting, is that it appears that some code from the infamous hot coffee controversy mm-hmm. is still in the collection as well as songs that were cut, presumably over licensing. Some of this could explain why the game is uh, or was unavailable on PC for a time. Uh, shortly after the remaster trilogy was released, data miners and fans quickly began digging into the files and code of the collection. What they found was surprising. Buried in the definitive edition, numerous pieces of code, scripting, and files that shouldn't be there, including dev comments, cut content, and more. Also found in these files, code connecting code connecting to the infamous hot coffee sex minigame. That is according to multiple data miners on social media, as well as popular GTA expert and data miner, Vadium M, who talked uh, about recently discovering the code. Uh, Oh, good, they give you a brief bit of history. So, for those of you who don't know, when Grand Theft Auto San Andreas came out in 2004 originally, uh, I was in high school, uh, there was buried deep in the code of the game the ability to actually have sex... With your girlfriend, sex. like, and it was a playable sax not that sax not that. It was a it was a playable mini game. Like, you actually had to like hit the right button combinations to keep the rhythm of the whole experience going. It was, it was pulled from the game. So in the final game, it just fades to a black screen and you wake up the next morning. But the code for it was still in the game, and when it was eventually released on PC. People found it and put it back into the game, and it was a whole big controversy. the 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 U.S. government got involved. It was it was all awful. Video games were going to corrupt the youth and turn us all into sex crazed maniacs. Um, and it cost Take Two and Rockstar twenty million dollars to settle uh, court cases, class action lawsuits, and uh, congressional hearings about the whole thing. It was a very it was a big mess. The game got pulled and was rated adults only, and then got pulled again and was re-rated to M when they finally removed all the code. Um, it was fun. It was a good time. It was a good time to be alive. That's why 2004 <laughs> was the best year in gaming. Uh, but now, the newly released San Andreas remaster appears to at least contain the code associated with the hot coffee content, according to Vadim M. Uh, it's unlikely that players will be able to reactivate the sex minigame due to the fact that most of the actual assets needed for the game are still missing from these versions. As for why the code is even in these new newly released ports, the best theory is that the devs behind the collection were given the master build of San Andreas, just didn't remove anything from it. So all of Rockstar's comments, changes, uh, and code from the most recent build should be present within uh, the GTA Trilogy Definitive Edition's files.
0: It it should also be noted that uh, the game runs like absolute dog shit. Yes. And I heard that it's better on PlayStation 5 because the PlayStation 5 is better hardware, so it should run better. Yeah. Um, However, our friend Greg has it on PlayStation 5 and he is counting the crashes. It has crashed eight times (laughs) on him so far. Wow. Uh, so it's not a good port at all. Um, no, and it is it, very. Uh, supp- point, yeah. Supposedly, it is worse on on Nintendo Switch. Uh, I yeah. think it. I think it has a a point one Metacritic score or something. Or it is user currently the
1: lowest, the lowest rated user score on Switch.
0: User score. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: I also want to point this out. I saw this on Reddit. and I thought it was funny. Uh, increasing poly count doesn't always make sense. This is uh tough nut donuts, and it's a donut that's low poly because you know it's a PlayStation 2 game. Uh, right. And then next to it is a nut, which is which is, you know, sharp because it it, yeah. looks, it kind of, the donut kind of looks like a nut. So it's like yeah. tough nut donuts. And then they in the remastered version, they smoothed out the donut and also smoothed out the nut. <laughs> So it's not a nut. It's a it's a It's a washer. It's a washer now. They just hit
1: auto smooth on everything, it turns out. I don't know. That that game, like the remaster, we talked about it on the show. It already had like a weird like art design. Because everything yeah. was still very blocky, but they had like more realistic textures to it. Oh, it was and very I forgot.
0: we played the trailer and got a DMCA.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Because <laughs> we played the, the video of the trailer. Yeah. Dog shit oh. game anyway. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's disappointing because I would have totally bought it, but now I don't know so much. <laughs> and it's it's like especially bad because these are, you know, 20-year-old games. They should play fine on modern systems. Yeah.
0: Uh, Squid Vorbis in the chat says, Well, it is No Nut November. <laughs> <laughs> you got gotcha. you. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that is really disappointing. I rockstar usually does a really good job with stuff like that, but apparently yeah. they gave it to like a mobile game studio and that's why they gave
1: knocking. it to the people who did the mobile ports of these games, like a couple of years ago
0: that they, they should have done a much better job. Yeah. I,
1: I wonder what, 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 what went wrong. And I think what's funny is that, you know, the funniest thing about it is, is that they're calling this the definitive edition of these games <laughs> and they pulled they pulled the original versions of these games off of digital storefronts. So if you want uh San Andreas, Vice City or GTA 3, this is what you get. That's it. That's their way of driving sales to the
0: new hotness. Yeah. Uh,
1: they, uh I don't know. They 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 messed this up big time.
0: Uh and apparently the the like the like CEO of Take-Two was like shitting on Cyberpunk for for rushing the game out. Yeah and now this is this year's cyberpunk honestly uh next we have uh the nintendo switch is back on top of the us after oled launch let's go
1: yeah uh last month ps5 ended the switch's nearly three year long reign as the best selling console in the us proved to be short-lived however in october thanks in large part to the new oled model of the switch uh nintendo's back on top According to Nintendo, the Switch has sold 711,000 units overall in October, uh, and and 314,000 of those were the OLED version. NPD Group says that these numbers made the Switch the the U.S.'s best-selling console that month in both units and dollars. The analyst firm also says the PS5 remains the top seller in 2021 in terms of dollars, while the Switch is on top when it comes to units sold.
0: Uh, I, I knew that this was going to be the case, that PlayStation
1: 5 yeah.
0: was... was uh, like PlayStation 5 sold a lot, but so did the Switch. Just because the PlayStation yeah. 5 like
1: overtook the Switch doesn't mean that they both weren't selling really good. Right. Uh, if we see this as a strong start for the Switch OLED model and a very strong indicator of the performance we can expect as we go into the holiday season, uh, Nintendo of America president Doug Bowser tells The Verge. Uh, f- trying to... F- let's just skip around to like... Bowser notes that those are... Yeah. Uh, Bowser says that he doesn't predict those supply issues changing anytime soon. Uh, The supply issues that are taking hold of all electronics. These challenges have been facing many industries and they've been going on for quite some time, but we're working to meet demand for our holiday products, including the Switch OLED model. I will say things are constantly changing, but we've been working across the supply chain from production to overseas transport to local distribution channels. To make sure we have a steady flow of hardware and games through the holiday cycle. Now, despite all of our efforts, I'd say there's still a very high level of uncertainty. I certainly I'd certainly recommend if you see it, buy it this holiday season. Uh
0: all right, so that's good news. Uh the switch yes. is still on top. I'd imagine that uh, you know, the, the the PlayStation 5 and Xbox are gonna sell great this holiday season, also.
1: Yeah. Uh also, Bowser also touched upon a few other recent and ongoing Nintendo storylines, including fan complaints about poor emulation for N64 games on Switch Online. <laughs> According to Bowser, we're constantly looking for ways to make our online features and those games better and continuing to add value through more services and more games as we, go th- as we go forward. We take the feedback very seriously, and we're continuing to look at ways to improve the overall performance. For us, it's about quality and great content at a great value.
0: Uh, we we heard that before. I think we've said that on the podcast before, did we? Yeah, yeah. I I, I think we, huh. we we knew that they said that about the the
1: the ports, but they don't really care. <laughs> uh, and he also touched on Joy Con drift as we've gone through the first five and a half years of Switch. Uh, we've observed gameplay, we've observed as people have returned units that they've uh, worn, and we've been ta- making continuous improvements overall to the Joy-Con, including the analog stick. The latest version, Switch OLED, has the same updated analog stick that's now available on the original Switch and Switch Lite. So he's just repeating like what other people in Nintendo have said.
0: Yes, 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 yes.
1: Yeah. That I remember. Last
0: thing to talk about real quick, Sakurai got an Xbox. <laughs>
1: You love this. That's it. it. The console wars are ever. They're over. The console wars are over. Uh Sakurai has jump shipped. <laughs> Him and his cat
0: now have a brand new Xbox Series X. Yeah. Sakurai's tweet says uh through Google Translate, one year after its release, I finally bought it. It may be affected by the Corona wreck, but it will continue to be difficult to obtain uh, uh game consoles. Yeah. Uh so uh he, he he finally got one, yay, I wonder where he's yep. gonna play, probably banjo
1: kazooie, <laughs> probably Halo, honestly, yeah,
0: like why I just else remember would
1: he, like would he get it now when they announced uh banjo kazooie on for Smash, he just said banjo kazooie are curr- are currently only available to be played on the Xbox console, so play it there <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was nice of him to promote another yeah. console, yeah. Um anyway, that's all the news. We made it. it. Good job, everybody. Now I do happen to have uh a- I just realized you couldn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um here we go. This is uh this is by uh Kyle Gatto. It says uh British people be like Alo, isn't it? <laughs> but it's in the Halo Infinite font. Yeah. You get it? It's the Halo logo. But That's it's... funny. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, wait, we got some notifications, though. I forgot to read through. Uh, uh, Jake Cannon says, I stepped away. Did you see the Spider-Man trailer drop during the podcast? We talked about it in the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, we're, we, we were talking about it the whole time. time. Yeah. Uh. Jaron Church with another four hundred bits. Thank you very much. And CJ uh, Gabriel with nine months in a row, almost one year chilling in the den. Oh, eleven months total. Ooh. Thank you very much, good sir. It was probably been eleven. It's probably been a year chilling in the den. Yeah. Anyway, uh, no will wolf rice cauliflower tweet all right no, i forgot about that one that was pretty good that was pretty <laughs> that was good. we gotta we gotta pull that up uh, that was well, actually is that the first fan art of the wolf then no no it's we've not. had but that, we've had fan art before but this is I, the first i think this is the first fan art of a goof yeah of, of a podcast topic i think it might be yeah Z.J. Rosenberg. I feel like we passed this opportunity too quickly, and it's you
1: as the green giant. And it's funny because that was the brand of cauliflower rice I tried first. <laughs> of course it was. All right, we're going to talk to you people real quick, and then we got to leave. Yes. This is the part of the show where we talk to you. If you'll have to comment on last week's Wolfden Podcast over on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Podcast.
0: Oh, uh I want to bring this up. Squid Vorbis says, have you seen the Streamlabs drama going on? Uh I have. Uh, let me explain this to Will. Uh yes, so Streamlabs is what we use to uh to show notifications yeah. on our on our stream. Mm-hmm. Um let me see if I can find it. Uh basically they stole a whole Thing from another company, like the whole thing. Really? Uh, so Ooh there's a company boy. called Lightstream that I think is basically Streamlabs, uh-huh. but it does everything through the cloud. So like, uh, got it. So you know how we use OBS to stream, and we use yeah. Streamlabs for alerts. There's a yeah. there's something called Streamlabs OBS that just merges the two together. Got it. And then I think Lightstream is that, but through the cloud. So so you stream everything over the like straight from the cloud. You don't render it on your computer or something like that. Okay. Uh, Oh, you do it in your browser. Okay. So Streamlabs came out with something basically the same thing, Uh which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Competition's good, except that their pitch deck for what it is on their website was an exact copy and paste of what live, live stream was yeah um and it's like almost word for word yeah and it's and then they they responded like Streamlabs responded and they said we made a mistake text on the landing page was a placeholder text that went into production by error this was our fault we removed it and blah 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 we're very sorry yeah but like so you you i mean you were trying to rip them off <laughs> yeah <laughs> unfortunately this is a thing that tech companies do it's just oh yeah they just see another company doing something and they say we need to do that and then they just literally in the pitch deck in the internal meetings they have the other company's stuff and they're like we need to do this how do we do this and that's yeah they got caught basically doing that there's also this oh there's another one obs uh Okay, this is a quote tweet. The team at Streamlabs should be ashamed, not satisfied enough to ride OBS projects hard work. Now that's... I forgot. OBS is uh, open source. So when Streamlabs made Streamlabs OBS, they didn't pay for that. Um, Oh. Now to copy hours down to the layout and every word on our marketing site and our UX in this uh, product. And then OBS... Quote tweeted it and said near the launch of Slobs Streamlabs OBS. Streamlabs reached out to us about using the OBS name. We kindly asked them not to. They did so anyway and followed up by filing a trademark. <laughs> We've tried to sort this out in private, and they have been uncooperative at every turn. Uh, I'm gonna like that because I only use Streamlabs. I don't use Slobs. We're right. off it, but I do use Streamlabs for alerts. We're often faced with confused users and even companies who do not understand the difference between the two apps. Support volunteers are sometimes met with angry users demanding refunds. We've had interactions with several companies who did not realize our apps were separate. Legally, they have delayed, They have obeyed the terms of the GPL, but they have repeatedly disregarded the spirit of open source and of giving back. Despite mm-hmm. those actions by Streamlabs, the OBS project will continue to provide free, open source, and tools for everybody. Uh, we will continue to support our users, the community, and our amazing developers for their hard work. Sucks. Well, okay, <laughs> A bunch of pieces of shit. Yeah, but I'm in too deep now. I can't use something else. I what know. I, what like, what are you
1: gonna What are you gonna do?
0: I have to convert to some other frigging alert thing. Yeah. And, and I've had other. I've had other alert. Companies reach out to me to switch to them. Uh, and I was like, no, I can't. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I guess now I should look into it. Anyway, oh, we got to read last week's Wolf Den Live real quick. Yeah. Um, last week's Wolf Den Live over on the YouTube, the comments. Eric says, thank yep. you. I'm so glad someone agrees with my opinion on God of War. It's a glorified 4K hack and slash. And my game of the year is Ratchet and Clank. Well, there you go. Uh Sean Diggs says God of War 2018 is the best game of its generation. Anyone who <laughs> thinks it's just button mashing did not understand the combat. Metroid Dread will never have the historical significance or criti- critical acclaim of that game. Historical yeah, significance.
1: I didn't, <laughs> uh I didn't understand the combat because you're trying to you're trying to affix melee combat to a third-person shooter style of mecha- uh, mechanism. Maybe you No, know, that's That doesn't make any sense. (laughs)
0: Maybe Sean Diggs didn't understand the combat in Metroid Dread. You ever think about that?
1: Maybe. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Matt Tucker says, just picked up Leap version 2 chair in baby blue color. What? It's going to look so nice with my giant Wolfden mouse pad. There you go. What is Leap version 2 chair?
1: I don't know. Also, I measured uh, a Wolfden mouse pad will not fit my desk.
0: (laughs) Well, you're getting one anyway.
1: All right. Maybe
0: I'll bring it to work. To work, there you go. Uh, Boston Boy 72 says, Tune in next week at Wolf Den Podcast, where we will continue to ask and not find the answer to the question 3D side
1: scroller or nah, (laughs) not we're not bringing back old shit. That is, uh, that we got to have that like in case of emergency break class where we just (laughs) get that if we need to like spill time. We
0: have that. In case of emergency, break glass. It is the stop streaming button. <laughs> Arash Nabavi says, "Have the two of you seen No Time to Die by any chance? Just wanted to know your thoughts on it. Keep up the great work.
1: I did not. Uh, I haven't, but I did get it recently from a bay of mine who happens to be a pirate. Um, <laughs> I, I want to see. I want to see it because I do love the series." Um, but I'm here. I'm hearing very mixed things about it. My friends seem to like it, but I'm seeing other places say like it's not a good, it's not a good send off for Daniel Craig. So
0: I- I've heard phenomenal things about it. Yeah. Everybody, everybody I saw,
1: everything I saw about it was 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 praised. Yeah. So we'll see. It's also like almost three hours long, mm-hmm. and I feel like Vector like really did not do this movie any favors because that movie like basically shot this movie in the knee and told them deal with it
0: oh like uh like uh episode uh eight fuck you uh
1: lou <laughs> the lunatic the
0: lunatic says hey guys your reaction to my mole bite comment was freaking hilarious i forgot about this just to clarify where i was I was at my shop that I rented the building for. I wasn't out in the woods looking for trouble. LOL. I've been having a squirrel problem for months in my attic. So we hired some moles. And that was finally dealt with. Now I have a new problem with moles in my store. I've caught three so far. And the first one bit me through my glove, which is the one that gave me the rabies scare. Since then, I've gotten thicker gloves in case I need them. Anyways... Metroid Dread is my game of the year. Great episode, <laughs> Lou the Lunatic. Do you is your store in a hole in the ground? Is what I need. Yeah. to Yeah.
1: Also, have you tried a, a big dog? <laughs>
0: get a, a get a shop dog. Yeah, or or a bodega cat.
1: Yeah, because because th- that'll get rid of all, all your vermin, and also you'll have a cute little pet. It have I told this
0: have I told this story on the podcast? So I was home alone what? at our parents' house when I lived at our parents' house. Our parents were out somewhere. And every morning for like a week, I would hear just a just a bang on the oh, window, I, just over and over again. And I looked and it was a bird that was just sitting on the fence and then flying into the window, just bashing yeah. into the window. So what I did was, after a few days of that happening, I printed out a picture of the mangiest looking cat I could find a Maine Coon and I taped it to the window and it's still there. It's been a few yeah. years and the bird never came back.
1: My so daughter now like a up scarecrow. To that cat and Just point at it. Yeah. It's the cat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you need a scarecrow for your, uh, for your, for your shop and yeah. it should just be a giant uh, Maine Coon. <laughs> anyway, uh chat for two seconds and then we're out uh brian sins with a long one hi bob hi will pardon me if you already talked about no way home but in the one scene in the trailer i don't want you know i don't even want to know didn't i want to see it for myself i don't want to know yeah um what else do we got uh monty mole got him It's good, uh, uh, highly eccentric says it's not good, but, uh, it's good, but not a traditional Bond film, more just about Daniel Craig's Bond
1: story arc. Okay. That was the thing about, like, Daniel Craig's Bond, they, like, tried to make him, like, they tried to give him, like, story arcs and whatnot, but, like, James Bond, is always about, like, him doing his job. (laughs) Like, that's it. It's just him at work. You don't need more than that. Uh... Somebody in the chat, I missed it, said, Can we stop with
0: three hour movies already? Uh, I oh, Silent Mongoose, honestly, yes, give me 10 minute movies. <laughs> There's a YouTube channel I've been getting suggested because I saw one yeah. video. It they literally just give you the synopsis of the whole movie, they just talk you huh. through the movie in like 10 minutes, and it's kind of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all like weird, obscure movies you would never want to sit through, yeah.
1: Um, Anyway, uh, uh, 12, uh, I'll go ahead. Go ahead. As, uh, what do you think about the rumor? Metroid Prime remake is already finished, according to industry leaker Emily Rogers. Did you hear about this? No. You know how like every every like few months is like uh, Metroid Prime trilogy is coming to the switch for real mm-hmm. this time. Mm-hmm. Now, apparently it was revealed there's a leak that Metroid Prime one is done and it's ready to go on switch at any moment. Yeah, I believe that.
0: I believe that I for believe, sure.
1: I believe it, but I'll believe it more when it actually happens. Because like, we've been hearing this for a while. I I think it makes a lot of sense that they would hold
0: that for closer to when Prime 4 is wanting to be released. Because they want right. to they want draw a pie for Prime 4. So they, they probably have some yeah. weird marketing reason why they want to hold it. Yeah. They held freaking Breath of the Wild... 2017 game of the year breath of the wild. They held that for true at least a year just to have it come out with a switch. Yeah. Um, anyway, what else do we have here? Uh, what are you getting you? What are you getting you, your girlfriend for Christmas, Bob? What am I getting my girlfriend for Christmas? uh i'm gonna get myself a macbook m1 max and i did fuck yous (laughs) there you go (laughs) i can't say anything because uh uh they might be listening (laughs) yeah um jaron church thank you for the hundred bits again uh Organized thoughts it'd be amazing if they dropped some of the 2D Metroids while while there's hype. Uh yeah. D- so oh, I so wait. I beat I beat Metroid Dread and then at the very end I got a splash screen for Metroid Zero mission and I I didn't realize that was like the reward for beating the game was just art. It was just like the Metroid mm-hmm. Zero mission art. Yeah. I thought I was gonna get to play all of Zero Mission.
1: That would have been cool. I was like, holy shit they should they cuz right now the only metroid games you can play on switch are the original super metroid and dread and there is like a whole lot more that you currently cannot play. We really need to get fusion
0: in a playable form factor right now because uh yeah. I would love to replay fusion like that.
1: I think I have it. I think like I physically have it. So, if you want it, I'll give it to you.
0: <laughs> fusion? Mhm. I have it.
1: Oh, you have it.
0: Yeah, unless we have two, uh, I definitely no, have. No, we it. only have one. Wait, no, I don't. I don't have it. I have Med- I have Mega Man Zero. I'm stupid. I don't have it. You have it.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's right there. Oh my god, you have a lot. Yeah, I got. You know, because I, I, we needed a better way to organize Game Boy games. So just do what they do at conventions: get the baseball card sleeves. True. I don't have that much. What are those? What are those cards you have? So the McFarlane D C figures all come with cards. And I needed a place to put the cards. Oh, okay. And what I used to like about them was they would come with artwork based on the comic they're from or the movie they're from. Now uh, I only have one, but now it's just a picture of the figure itself. And I hate that. I know that what I sucks. But I just bought. Give me the art. Give me a picture of Batman Beyond from the show, not the Batman Beyond toy I'm currently holding in my hand.
0: Hmm. Um. Oh, I'm, uh, uh, Rock and Valley is reminding me. Uh, so that's the end of the show. But I have some
1: things to talk about. So that's who happened. So uh, thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, the Wolf Den Podcast is every single Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on twitch.tv slash wolfden. If you can't make the show for any reason at all, we always put it up as an archive version over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash wolfdenpodcast. So you can go check us out over there on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you can do that as well. We're also an audio podcast on anchor.fm slash wolfdenpodcast and your preferred podcast service of choice. But no matter where you get this show from, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us because that helps us with placement on all of those respective platforms uh there are three things i would like to talk
0: about right now first things first on friday fan meet up oh 11 a.m that's right i'm getting up before noon <laughs> it's not my decision wood is coming to new york and he needs to oh let boy. everybody know he's going to new york <laughs> 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 so so at nintendo new york city uh, with with the launch of uh, Pokemon uh, Diamond and Pearl, uh, the remakes, uh, Wood will be there getting his, and I will be there just hanging out, probably touching him on his hips like this. So uh, you can come see us outside of the Nintendo store, not in the Nintendo store. Don't go into the Nintendo store to look for us. We will be outside of the Nintendo store at 11 a.m. for about an hour, just hanging out, talking to you. It'll probably be cold. Bring a jacket. Um, second thing I wanted to talk about, I released a video on my personal channel. Here it is. It's about my MacBook setup. I'm very proud of it. I have a really nice setup. I think it's really cool. I think it's pretty interesting to hear about it. Uh, Also slap a like on the video. Third thing I want to talk about. Look at this mouse pad. How cool is this mouse pad? It's so cool. And you can get yourself one over at wolfdenapparel.com. Bam, baby. Get yourself a mouse pad today. Anyway, thanks for being here uh very slim chance i'll stream tomorrow but wouldn't it be fun if i did uh <laughs> i'm definitely gonna try to stream uh pokemon diamond and pearl on thursday although wood's gonna be here and we gotta film a bunch of stuff so uh i'm still hoping to stream though all right, all right, I because i want to be able to get at that um who do we want to raid today hey. who is on right now you know what I've never rated this person before. Everybody say hi to my friend Abe. He's been helping out with the studio a lot. He's been helping uh he's been helping out uh with things around the studio for E and myself. So uh mostly E, but I mean it's what's it's also for me. Everybody go say have- hi to Abe. Uh just go over there and say hello. He's playing uh Halo right now. And I will see you, hopefully, uh maybe tomorrow. Hopefully, definitely Thursday. Goodbye, everybody. Bye!